listening to the Dudes and Dads podcast, a show dedicated to helping men be better dudes and dads by building community through meaningful conversation and storytelling. And now, here are your hosts, Joel DeMott and Andy Lehman. Welcome back, guys. We are so sorry. It's so actually so good to be back, Joel. It's terribly good to be back. I've been I've been itching. I've had the podcast itch, Andy. If, if you've never podcasted, it's just like it's great to be back in the studio. We feel like we haven't connected with you guys for a while. Yep. So we're not dead. Uh, we are here. Contrary to what you've been hearing we are still still alive we are still alive so but hey we wanted to thank you guys for all of you guys who stopped out to the elkhart county fair and used the dudes and dads at the fair hashtag we loved meeting you guys we loved seeing you guys there's a little like uh, we met a lot of people we didn't know i mean we we saw a lot of people we knew yes but then we also saw people we didn't even know people would come up to us and be like hey dudes and dads dudes and dads and it was awesome I met two or three people like that that I didn't know before, but knew me because of my yeah. shirt. Yeah, it was super funny. Um, so uh, one evening, we're over at the, I think you'll know what I'm talking about, Andy, over by the uh, the Elkhart County Parks, uh, the turtle exhibit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. My kids could have stared at those turtles forever. And it was kind of relaxing, actually. There's nothing just better than watching turtles do their thing, I guess. But uh, I'm, I'm over there, and uh, uh, there's a, a mom with her kids, uh, a couple moms, actually, and... Uh, she reads my shirt and she goes, uh, dudes and dads at the fair. She goes, is that a thing? And I go, <laughs> I go, it is a thing. <laughs> we made it a thing. And then I explained, I was like, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of a thing we're running with, uh, with our podcast. She goes, what? And then another mom goes, well, what's the name of the podcast? And, and mind you, I don't know either one of these women. And, uh, she, uh, I said, uh, well, the dudes and dads podcast. Uh, and we just talk about dude stuff and dad stuff and whatever. She goes, I've seen that on the internet somewhere. And really yeah and i'm like i'm like andy somehow we're getting out there we are i don't know random people have seen us on the internet somewhere so uh so awesome though you're and andy is absolutely correct uh it was so awesome just uh connecting with many of you that we uh we've not met before and that was kind of part of the really for us that was kind of part of the the gig was getting a chance just to interact with new people and uh you know get the word out so and and yeah i had a lot of people ask about what it is and comment about it it was great so but we did that we had our shirts on for a reason hashtag dudes and dads at the fair everyone who uploaded a a post to their social media with that hashtag was entered into a drawing and so we had lots of entries joel can you tell us about our winner though do we have a drum roll Uh, no i'm (laughs) (laughs) sorry it's one of the sounds i need to get one of those we'll have to get a we'll have to get a, a drum roll uh, so we are super excited to announce that our good friend Evan Brown has won the hashtag dudes and dads at the fair uh, giveaway. So Joel, tell him what he wins, please. Oh, I will. I'm super excited. Uh, Evan, you win a uh, high quality haircut from our good friend Daniel over at Concrete Barber. Um, if you want to check out Concrete Barber, by the way, my good friends, uh, he's got a great Facebook page and ConcreteBarber.com. You can uh you can get you can get a stylish men's haircut right here in Goshen uh, at Concrete Barber, and so we're just say uh, a big thank you to Daniel uh, for uh, offering that as part of the win. But Evan, not only do you win a fantastic haircut, tell at, him tell him what else he wins, Joel. Oh, I'm I excited. will. I will, Andy. I know you're on the edge of your seat. I, uh, not literally, that, you're going to get a uh, you're going to get. Uh, we've got a gift card. We're going to throw in there for you to uh, uh, some well something local and amazing. But you also, Evan, wait for this, Andy. I know. Wait I'm for excited. it. Uh, Evan also gets a dinner out with uh, the Dudes and Dads podcast host, Andy and I. Uh, he gets a dinner out, yes, with us. And uh, also gets to invite a friend along. So we're going to have uh, dinner with the Dudes and Dads hosts. I know. I know. What more could you possibly ask for? He should go get his haircut first so he's looking fresh and looking sharp. That's right. That's right. So we can have, uh, yeah, so get that haircut done, Evan, and then uh, let's uh, yeah. move on. We'll, we'll do dinner. We'll, we'll shower you with uh, gifts and prizes. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so congratulations, Evan. Uh, thanks for playing. Everybody who participated, it was awesome. We were just like uh, being mauled uh, at random and random points along the uh, our fair experience. Uh, people grabbing photos and just uh, giving kind words encouragement. So, hey, 
Thank you, one and all. We look forward to uh, you know our next contest, which will be down the road. We love doing this sort of thing, and we love. Uh, if there's any of you that are listening, they're like, hey, I would love to give, you know, you maybe you own a business, have a service, whatever, and you're like, hey, I would love to give some stuff away. Uh, we're more than happy to promote you on uh, the Dudes and Dads podcast. Yes, and hopefully next time we can also get somebody who's not local because this was a very specific local contest. Right. But um, we want to also take the time to remind you that this episode is brought to you by you. That is right. We have patreon set up so that at dudesanddadspodcast.com slash support you can join several other patreons and for two five ten and fifteen dollars a month you gain lots of different things as a thank you you get a mention on the show you get behind the scenes videos and extra bonus shows and sometimes a coffee cup depending on which level of those you support us at but we do want to thank each and every one of you patreon supporters you make this show possible we're so grateful for you and uh, andy and i are in the uh we let's just say we're we're deep into the uh the marketing studio of uh our dudes and dads podcast merch uh mostly my children just asking when Will the dudes and dads t-shirts come out because they want to wear them to school? Yes. My kids want some too. Fantastic. So uh, lots of good stuff coming your way for those of you that uh, want to become, get on the Patreon bandwagon. So grateful for the support guys. So thank you so much. All right. So tonight we're going to be talking a little bit about device, kids and devices. And so by devices, what I mean is smartphones, tablets, Kindle fires, anything that even even TV. I mean, back in the day, Joel, that's all we had was this is the TV. Oh, we didn't have a smartphone, but only still. to be back in those days. <laughs> but still, we were we. I mean, that was still a concern of our parents how much time we were spending on the TV, and so we wanted to talk a little bit about that tonight. We are in no means perfect at this, you know. We we definitely fail sometimes at this, and, and so we thought this would be a great episode to talk, and we would love to hear your feedback too. Um, you can always send us an email at dudesanddadspodcast at gmail uh, send us a voicemail mo there too because we would love to get it played on the show uh, next episode so uh, we're going to start a little bit with some stats tonight um, and I'm, I'm sure we've heard some of these stats before but in a typical day children consume just over three hours of media this includes computer use cell phone use tablet use music reading two-thirds of this time is spent with screen media which is like tv computers internet etc like that while reading is less than 20 minutes a day oh my goodness. I mean, so Andy, <clears throat> let, let's just get, let's get real here at the beginning because I, I feel like I have just like a, a ton to confess uh, in the area. Well, let's just say this. I am just going into this conversation between you and I, assuming that your family is handling this whole thing way better, way better than I am. Because I like when I'm becoming more and more aware, I guess that my kid, the amount of time that they're on they're, the amount of time that they're on devices, particularly when I'm not aware of it, where they're, you know, and the big thing right now is, is that like, if I ever set my, uh, if I ever set my cell phone down, it's gone, it's gone. I've seen it. They're like ninjas. Your kids oh, are it's ninjas. amazing. They'll, I've, I've had my kids pickpocket me with my phone you, in the back pocket yeah and it's like i'm like talking to somebody and so i'm not like super super aware and it's like boom ne- next minute it's just gone yeah i know i've, I've seen it happen um so I, I appreciate you you confessing that and so we'll, we'll talk a little we'll talk some more about that and, and talk about what we can do true and, confessions and t- tell me i appreciate you confessing that though because <laughs> i mean yeah i do um and so moving on with those stats the time spent on an, a, a screen dramatically increases from the toddler to preschool age years children under two have a screen time average of 53 minutes a day this increases almost two and a half times per day among two and four year olds and almost three hours for kids in the five to eight year old range that's that's a lot yeah, and and you you just see it progressing. Obviously, like I think about my kids um, uh, at uh, their elementary school, and you know, obviously their use of like so every student gets an iPad, and the use of those iPads increases as they go on in school, and the amount of time that they are um, asked to uh, take their iPads home as well so that's that's part of it and you know and it is again there's educational use that's 
for that, but it's the just the uh, the the constant presence of having those devices around. Um, it's, well, it's I mean it's a temptation because if they're around, they're gonna want to use it, and you right. know, I, we have I mean we have the same thing. So our kids have. Uh, Kindles and my oldest 13 year old has, has a phone. He doesn't have a phone with a phone plan, but he has an old cell phone of one of us, one of ours. And uh, he, you know, he uses that um, on our Wi-Fi. And when we're, you know, out, it's great because we're able to to be able to text him and stuff when we're, we know because he's just that age where he's able to stay home and kind of be in charge of the other kids when we step out for a little bit. And, right. and so we, we we do rely on that. Um, but yeah, it's it's yeah, our kids have have those devices also. Yeah. And, and I just, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about from the um, from the educational perspective. I mean, something my kids go to super quickly whenever I'm like, guys, seriously, you've been on that forever. They're like, well, we're doing educational X, Y, Z thing, you know, right. And it's like, well, what do I say to that? I mean, I know what I say to that is like, you've still been on that forever. Like, get off. Right. And I think that's important to remember, too, and, and enforce as parents, because just because we're on it and doing, quote unquote, educational things doesn't mean it's not you know, degrading for us. I mean, me, right. me as a as a adult, I use the computer all day right. and I, I can see how that. Like even when I come home, I'm like, well, I'm going to go and watch YouTube or something now because it's not the same thing. But it's still for me, it's still media and it's still being on the computer. And and I think for us as parents, we need to do the same thing. We need to say, no, look, hold up. This is still you're still using the device and and being on the device and being antisocial. I think that's that's what I've seen it a lot is where you're on on a device and you're antisocial. Yeah. And because, I mean, all of us are aware and you do enter your own world when you're when you're on those things and being present in the fullest sense uh, with other people just kind of goes out the goes out the window and you know I'm I'm realizing that uh, I mean this is this is the thing like I'm going about my day when we're at home when the kids are at home and all of a sudden I'm like wait a second it's a little too quiet around here where are my kids where are my kids and you know, it's because uh, I, I mean, I literally will go in a room if they've and the thing is, is like I have a pin lock, like I have a biometric lock on my phone, but there you can also do the pin like the yeah, secondary pin and lock, they right? know it. They know it. And I don't know. And then I'm having to change it all the time. And it's like then you forget it. Then I'm like, oh, which one am I on now? And the, the deal is because they they are it's like they're they're literally looking to see if they can figure out my pin like. And that like, so now I've got to be, and this is like, this is what makes me feel like I like, it's like my kids have like a drug addiction. Like it's there, there's like this, like they have to have it, have to have it, have to have it. And I'm, I'm just concerned. Like this really snuck up on me. I mean, I was like Andy the last couple of weeks, like I've really had to look at it and go like something, something has fundamentally shifted here where they're preferring, you know, either playing a game or watching Mm. YouTube. Um, overdoing other activities like um well reading um like building things with their hand you know like doing like tactile things like that so so let me ask you this so so as as adults now we you know obviously these children these these phones and stuff were not available when we were kids right um you know the the phone had hung on the wall and it had a cord when I was, you know, in high school. I had to explain that to middle schoolers that I did. <laughs> thought it was hilarious. <laughs> but, but no, I mean, for real, like it, it, it wasn't like it is today. Yep. And so do you think as adults, I mean, for one, I know I'm using my phone a lot and I, I really appreciate the Apple screen time because it allows me to see and like it gives me a report every week and so, well, well, it gives me a report every week and tells me how much I've used my phone. Mm-hmm. And then not only that, but it also says like I can set limits on my apps per app or per category. So I can say like, okay, social media only let me have that an hour a day. And it's amazing. Like there'd be times it's like nine 30 in the morning and it's like, you're five minutes from your time to be, you know, cut off from your Facebook. And, and I, it amazes me. And so I'm wondering as, as adults and parents, do we sometimes use this as a pacifier? Like where we're just like, you know, go do this. Like go. Yeah, that's fine. I don't want to deal with your junk. I don't want to deal with you screaming. I, I, it's easier for me to say, no, just use this device here so that we can get on with our business and I can do my quote unquote adult things. I mean, do you find, I know that I've, I have in the past yeah, found myself. It that. works it because it literally works every time. Like it, it, it can, 
it can provide a quick solution every single time to uh, getting them to stop doing what they're doing that is otherwise, you know, not helping me get done whatever it is I'm trying right. to do. Um, you know, and then, you know, I guess on top of that, it's really a matter of, uh, you know, they will, they'll be quiet for a good right. long, a right. good long time unless they start fighting over the device, which, is the whole <laughs> which other, happens. Which, but, but yeah. I mean, I've seen my kids in the, even today I walked in the room and the boys were playing a game or something, watching a video on the phone together. Like they were just sitting kind of actually be, right. behaving and it was they, like, Hey, you're getting along. They're never more. Yeah. They're never like when they are getting along, it, it is often around the phone now because they all have realized that they have to work together uh, to watch, you know, at the same time. So let's go a little bit back to the stats. So on average, and I'm not making this up. This is actually so that says children are 12.1 years old when they receive their first mobile device. I don't know where the point one comes from, but 12.1 when they receive their first mobile device and 56% of children ages eight to 12 have a cell phone. Is that true? That it's what the, from the sources and we'll link to the sources. I mean, I, I mean I'm, it's got, it's got, I mean, it probably they, is. They got it from somewhere. Right. Right? And, and I'll link, we'll link to the sources in our show notes over at dudes and dads podcast.com. But I know for us, we've said for a cell phone, you have to be 13. And so, mm-hmm. and even, even when I say cell phone, I'm using it loosely. I'm using it as a, again, we're not have a plan now. I mean, right. We've talked about having one soon, but that's kind of out the outside right. of this, but you know, for him, I mean, he has got the cell phone, but the others have Kindle fires that they have. They have um, access to an old iPad. Like there are things that they can do and, and they have access to these mobile devices at, I mean, my daughter is three years old and she has her own Kindle. I mean, granted we have a lot of parental things and it, it's locked down, right? but still she has a Kindle. And a lot of times we have to say, no, you can't use that because we find it. She wants it a lot of times or wants to watch a thing. And again, it's easy as parents to say, yeah, sure. Just use it because you know right. I'm doing something else, and don't you'll deal be with it. you'll be quiet. And I know that right. you'll. And I'm. And by the way, you're almost guaranteed to find them in the exact same spot that you left them until the battery runs out <laughs> until, and they want the charge. <laughs> it's like they go they go quiet and they go non mobile, which right. is really it's easy to find them when they're like so, that. Uh, yeah. Well, and this one I found was really interesting too that. 38% of children under two use a mobile device for media. And again, that backs up what I'm saying. I mean, yep. like my daughter was, I think two, maybe two when she got her Kindle, she's three now. Um, and I also found this one interesting. Dads are more likely to give their kids smartphones in elementary school. while moms are more likely to give their kids smartphones in middle school. What do we think? I mean, I, I, I would say probably for dads, it's, it's again, the, so for dads, it's going to be giving them earlier in elementary yeah. Yeah. and moms in middle school. And I think that that's probably because moms are more like, we want to be able to get a hold of you in middle school, you know, as where dads are like, Hey, use this device. So I don't have to deal with you. Like I, I think yeah. that's probably true. Yeah. And, and I'm, I mean, I know I'm, I have been guilty of that, you know, in times where I'm like, Hey, use this device because it's easy. Yeah. And yeah, I just, I really, yeah, I'm just thinking through that. Like there's, uh, because from an out, I guess if I were to like sort of remove my own experience from that situation, quite honestly, I hear myself going, there is no way in the world I would ever give an elementary kid a cell phone. Like, like it, it just, that seems, it seems to me like you were just asking for right. so many problems. Well, and I was, I mean, granted looking at, I mean, I was, um, out of high school, I think, and I still had, a, I had to buy my own cell phone. Right, and I could play. It was a Nokia. I could play Snake on it. I remember that. But it, remember. it had no, it had no internet. And I mean, think about this, Joel. Like, we live in a society that's addicted not only to the internet and Facebook, but then you have cyberbullying and yep. also. I mean, you've. I'm sure you've seen it because you're. Oh youth, my gosh, YouTube pastor. Yep. But we have all these things, and we have a. Uh, we have now. I mean, like, growing up, like those of us who wanted to look at porn or. or you know, things that we shouldn't, we had to go find it. And now right. it finds us. Right. Like it finds our kids. It can, you know, be in their right. room. Yeah. And that's, and I think really behind all of this is the big, is our, my biggest concerns are, um, what, cause what was it just the other day? So, you know, my kids watch these, like these like popular YouTubers, you know, that are constantly like they're doing like, Oh, like, uh, 
oh, they're building crazy big, you know, crazy big forts on their YouTube channel or they, they like a lot of it's like harmless, like kind of creative, weird stuff. But, you know, but then I'm like noticing their day. What was it? They're, they're, uh, oh, like in the feed underneath the video was like, where they, there's like recommended, like people who watch this also also watch this. And some of the stuff I'm like, no, not uh, wanting my kid, to not watch wanting my kid. It was just like a click away. Like it would be, it was super, it was immediately visible, like the description of whatever. And I'm like, no, I, you know, and then I just think to myself, I'm like, you know, we're, I really start coming to, to a place of real concern about, you know, I have a soon to be 10 year old an eight year old and a six year old boy, you know, boys. And, it's like, um, you know, I, I have a real concern about what they're what they're exposed to and how how I can keep them safe, though. I it almost feels like Andy. I mean, it almost feels like um, they're going to see something eventually. Right. Well, I mean, they're, they're going to. I mean, even think about the fact like our TV now, our commercials, our TV shows, like the stuff that is on. I mean, I was watching Family Feud the other day, yeah. and like, I mean, <laughs> that seems harmless enough. Right? And there's, I'm not going to say it on here because it's kind of. I know kids listen to this show, right. but there's stuff that was right. on there that I'm like, this is not family friendly, right? And so, yeah, it, well, and and you know, going back to the YouTube thing, like if we, so we hand hand them the phone to look at YouTube, they watch X Y Z video about fort building, and then the recommended, even if the recommended isn't like objectionable like then right. they click that next thing you know they're not watching you're anything deep, yeah deep down the rabbit hole and you right. know who knows what's going to come up so right. so i think that like as parents we not only need to not use it as a pacifier and that's going to be i think my like mantra throughout this show is don't use it as a pacifier yeah. and, I, and i realize i'm talking to parents of younger kids when i say sure. don't use it as a pacifier i mean because obviously you know you go kids that are in middle school and high school it's not really necessarily going to be a pacifier issue because it's going to be right. more of something along the lines of, you know, they're doing it. They're just going to do it. But, the, the, but I think, so I think this brings up a good point. Also, let's talk a little bit about parental controls. So, yeah. What are those? Andy? <laughs> so me being an it. So, yes, well, I mean, let's talk, I mean, let's talk about a little bit about the stats. So while a vast majority of teens, that's 90% say that their parents trust them to be responsible online <laughs> right i'm gonna laugh about that yep uh 45 of them said that they would change something about their online behavior if their parents were watching 100 so that means that they're not going to do what they're doing normally when Absolutely. their parents are watching so we know that 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 things need to be locked down a little bit for them and and and, and i think starting really locked down and, and granularly moving it up is, is as we talk about responsibility online because i think that that's important too as parents we need to talk about responsibility online and, and what, you know, what happens online. We need to be honest with our kids that there are people out there that want to come and get them. Right. We, the people do want to contact with them and they can on the internet really Absolutely. easy. Absolutely. And, you know, having, I think part of the, I think part of the, part of the challenge is, is that as we enter into these conversations, it is also us as parents having to acknowledge that there are dark things out there and that, um, you know, that our children are, that their, that their minds and their hearts and their very souls are being, are being fought for, you know, at multiple, uh, av- and within multiple avenues at multiple levels. And, you know, to try to, like, I just think like to try to explain to my eldest son, who's almost 10, like, buddy, there's bad stuff out here and I, and I don't want it to hurt you. Right. You know, and, um, like and for him he gets so like whenever i have like a serious i'm trying to figure out how to have serious conversations with him because it, it's like he gets scared like he he gets scared there's a fine balance between yeah. being honest and open with him and being like yeah. there's someone gonna uh, yeah yeah uh, like like they yeah. will kidnap you you know or whatever and which and, i mean which is the truth but you also don't want to want to scare him too yeah and and so it's like you know not being not being fearful uh, well, you know, I've been going back to it, you know, wise as serpent, gentle as dove, you know, and, and just being real and open and honest and at the same time, like not causing harm, you know, not causing harm. Um, but you know, I just, I keep coming back to the, like, 
I know that we have got to figure something else out. Number one, I would say this. My wife and I have to have a game plan together because this is the other thing is that like if there's any inconsistency, if we don't have that plan, if there's any inconsistency between the two of us, the kids are going to find they all they do. Oh, my word, they do. And so it's like, okay, we got to go back to the we have to go back to the drawing board on that of saying we both agree that these are the following rules Um, because right now it's uh, when my three boys get home. I mean, they're going it's like it's like they've been on that bus on that 40 minute bus ride home. They've been jonesing for some technology the whole time, which which I think I mean is an okay thing in moderation. Like I think that like. I mean, you and I, I mean, think about it. Why do we binge Netflix at night? Like, I mean, we do it and it's not binging isn't necessarily okay, but I mean, you come home from work and you want to just chill out a little bit and I think that that's okay for the kids too. Yeah. But I think that we need to be super vigilant as far as like what they're watching, not use it as a pacifier. Like I said before, because I think that's super important. And then, yeah, I think we just need to kind of monitor the content and, and have controls too. So another thing that I have found is that among children, among parents with children less than eight years old, they say that they use the following methods to control the media content that they access. 57% say that they watch or play the content first. 34% of parents listen to the recommendations from friends. 31% of parents rely on the reputation of the company. 25% of the parents allow the child to find it themselves. 13% of the parents check the website reviews and 5% of parents Check newspapers or magazine reviews. So I didn't know anyone re- read newspapers anymore, but apparently they do. Wow. But anyways, so and then, yeah, I think that they I, I think that's important as parents, not only to have limits on, on the devices. So for me, uh, when we, you know, I have to admit, I'm not as good with the Amazon or the uh, the Google type devices like right. Amazon Kindle and right. Android and things like that, because I'm an Apple person. But so with Micah. He has a an old iPhone, and I've got it locked down, so he can't use the browser, the web browser. Um, he also can't just use Siri to search the phone. He has to have he has screen time limiting his time, and we and we've actually gone and in, in expanded that time from what it originally was. Originally, it was like eight thirty to nine o'clock, or eight thirty to eight in the morning, or whatever. Uh, he couldn't play it. We, we've gone on and said he can play on a little bit longer now. Um, you know, we've we've not allowed him to add anything himself. He can go in and look at the store. And so he can kind of search for things um, that it might be in, in the store that he wants to look at, but he has to ask for our approval first. We have to put it in. Usually what I do is I look through it and I see, you know, as I'm looking at the store, I look and say, okay, this looks good or not. I mean, you can kind of tell some, right. um, I may or may not install it first. A lot of times he gets things that I've already downloaded anyways. Cause he's like, right. Hey, I've put this on your phone. Can right. I, can I right. get it too? Yep. So that's, that's kind of nice when it comes to things like that. Um, so Joel, like what, as far as you do, do your kids have any devices at all themselves? So let's see here. We do have a, uh, they do have a laptop that we got, uh, for them and not now, like they have um they have ipads that they have at school that they bring home and that'll since our school year has started the, that will start up again but those devices are probably locked down pretty good yeah you know and i've all it's sort of weird i've thought about trying to see i don't like to explore that a little <laughs> bit like i know that sounds weird but it's like what are the actual because you do sound like every student and parent sign a usage agreement at the beginning of the year and that usage agreement is like it's like pretty clear you know what what that that ipad is to be used for and what it's not to be used for um and that does include like uh your communications with other students and i that includes the whole absolutely like whole cyber bullying thing and all of that um but i have just wondered like is it like I'm being told it's secure, but isn't it like, you know, isn't like shouldn't it my, be, yeah, yeah, incumbent upon me as a, as a parent to be like, okay, yeah, you can't just go to any old, you know, any old site or any old thing that, right. um, you know, that they're, they're wondering, or if they, like if they Google certain, certain keywords, because, what ha- right. yeah, what happens, you know, kind right. of thing. Um, so you may get a call from their, yeah. <laughs> from their principal it, and say, Hey, uh, it, son was, was, it was me. I was actually <laughs> testing it. Out. Yeah. Um, sure you were. Um, but yeah, so there's, there, there's those, they have their own, they have their own laptop that they share. Um, and, uh, then that, and then they've got, 
well, and then they occasionally they're using either my phone or their mom's phone. And like the phone usage thing, that that's probably the, the cell phone thing is where we have to figure out a game plan together. I think most often, because a lot of times it's like when Jackie and I are, Oh, like let's say, Oh, doctor's office. There's a great example, right? It's a doctor's appointment for one of the kids. And I have all four of them with me or three of them or whatever the case might be. It's like, I really just need them to sit here for 15 minutes and not mess with anything while we do. I do the whole doctor thing. And okay, but, he, but here's the thing. So what did we do? I mean, my parents. I, I'm of two kids. You know, I have a, a younger sister. Yep. I almost called her older. She's younger. Um, <laughs> I'm, she's grateful for that. Right. I'm sure. So <laughs> she probably doesn't listen to the podcast. But if she does, but she should. <laughs> she What's should. your get on the <laughs> get on the stick? Anyway, so uh, you know, but what did we do beforehand? I mean obviously we didn't have these things growing up. So I'm, I'm looking back on these things thinking, okay, so what did I do? That's a good. Point. You know, we either brought something with us or we were really super bored. I mean, I remember going through Joanne fabrics. My oh mom, my gosh. My Joanne mom, fabrics. Oh, I'm having a, Oh, I'm having a flashback. <laughs> You're melting down. Now. My, my mom, my mom is looking at patterns yes, and this is, oh my gosh. Like, we share this. Don't, <laughs> we don't do. we? Oh my gosh. This, I know exactly could you flip through those patterns any slower, please? And what did we do? We're sitting there super bored, counting our fingers and toes and yep. whatever else. But I mean, we, we did it. And you know, I'm thinking like, what can we do now these days? So we could do the same thing. We could take things along books. You know, that's super good. Like our kids are all, all readable age. Not there. You know, they can all read. Right. Or most of us. Or I look mean, at a picture book. Anyway. Right. Exactly. Like right. The, the older kids of ours. Yeah. Both can, can, you know, read, all of them can read except yep. for, you know, our youngest two, they can look at picture books. They can yep. do things. They can bring other things along, yep. but it's, it's, it's funny. I mean, I find that like we're, you know, driving to the car to church, which is like 10 minutes away or 15 minutes away. And my kids want to bring toys in the car or, or you know, their iPhone or whatever. And it's like, right. guys, like we're literally only 10 minutes from church. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and, and I think, you know, I'm, uh, I'm wondering about, um, well, I'm wondering about boredom in general. So I, I've actually talked on boredom, uh, before I've given, I've given, You've some given ta- the talk. I've given some talks on boredom, uh, to older students. Um, because here's the deal. Boredom terrifies us. And, and especially as we get older, like boredom is the place where like the, uh, like our our brain starts working through some stuff, and if we don't like what our brain is working through, we will like we, yeah we don't want to do it. We don't want to do that. So put the screen in front of me, um, because boredom boredom is actually an invitation, and I've used this term here before, but this is boredom is an invitation into using executive attention, which literally means how we're th- we begin to think about thinking, like you know. Like, uh, hey, why do I think this thing about this thing? You know, and then we start processing a little bit deeper. So it's like a, di- it's like a, it's like a deeper level of thought. Um, but with kids, boredom is the entry into creativity, right? And my concern is, is that if we're not, if we're not helping them learn how to navigate boredom well, we're also not like helping them enter into because because boredom should in the right context, if, if it's not, if, if you can allow yourself to crawl into it deep enough is the place where you go, Hey, what about this, this or this? Right. Well, and you know, the same thing happens, you know, so for us, we're like during the summer, it's like, we're, you know, I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored. For one, we say, you say that again, you're going to wash the dishes or you're going to do whatever. <laughs> I'll and show so, you bored. Right. Exactly. And so we, we do that. But then we also say, go outside, like, and if you're bored, go outside, do your own thing, make something up. You've got the whole acre to run around, right? do things. You know, you can probably even sneak off and walk down the road, probably. Right. Things like that where you can, you're going you know, to be creative. You know, you're going to find a tree to put a tree for it in. I mean, right. I enjoy that. I didn't, like when my kids nailed some boards to the tree, I was at first like kind of banging my head like, Duh. but then I was like, no, do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is what your child is right. made of. That's right. Go, go climb things, uh, go skin your knee, get in the dirt, you know, that kind of thing. It works. But, but you know, we're, <laughs> I, I think as parents, like we need to allow that to happen and we need to allow, cause I mean, I, I'm scared of seeing what's going to happen 
when right. these kids grow up and don't have any idea what to do besides go. I mean, we already see it. You know, we didn't grow up with these phones, Joel. Right. And like we are face down in these phones and it's ridiculous. We sit in a room, you know, we go out and hang out with our friends. We go to, to the room and we're all, yep. what are we doing? We have our face down to the phone. Yeah, we went over to, uh, uh, so Andy, Matt, and we were over at Matt and Courtney's the other night. And uh, I specifically, the boy, like I had the phone sitting on the kitchen table and uh, I could see one of my kids, whoever, going for it. I was like, no, that's staying here. Now, I did it because quite honestly, my wife is like, could you just leave your phone here so we can, and I'm like, that's a, that's a perfectly fair request. Okay. So I was, I was leaving the phone just so we could go and actually have conversation with people. And it was, it was great. It was wonderful. Um, but yeah, the, I, I, I'm part of it is leading by example. And I think I'm, as I'm thinking through it, it's like, I just need to make it somehow, um, I think it needs to become more regular that my like my phone is just gone someplace. You know, it it just it surprisingly comes up missing, and you know I will live. And I think it's it's just it goes to the deeper issue of I don't I don't need to be connected to it all the time. I mean, I'm constantly I'm checking you know emails all the time, uh, and it's like mm, you know we don't yeah we don't need to do I don't that. need to do that. Right. I could have scheduled times where I check those, and that's it. And it would, it'll be okay. So I challenge you to do that. Fantastic. Oh, here we go. As if you haven't noticed, uh, every once in a while, Andy and I find these great opportunities to challenge each <laughs> other in something for personal growth. And this, it's a beautiful thing. But here it is. Now, I, two weeks from now, I have to like report back in true accountability and honest fashion about <laughs> what I did to use my yes. cell phone less. For, so for good game on game. All on. Right, great. Well, uh, okay. So going back a little bit to when we were talking earlier about the talking to your kids about online safety and, and things like that. The stat here that I have says 93% of parents say that they talk to their teens about online safety. Yay. Great. Good. Well, only 38, oh, sorry, 61% of teens report having this conversation. So there's a disconnect here somewhere. We have 93% say that they do, but only 61% of the kids remember that. Now, I mean, yep. I get that. I mean, our kids don't listen all the time. Kids don't listen. You know, they, they say that they listen, but you could have, look at them face to face, say something, and they'll be like, I don't, know, I don't know what you're talking about. So, I mean, I'm sure that there's that, that, that plays into it, but. I think that sometimes parents think that they talk to their kids about safety and they haven't. Yeah. And even I think you just, you got to bang the drum again and again and again. I think you got to say it regularly, say it frequently. I mean, with most things with communication with kids, I mean, we have to repeat it multiple times. We, we absolutely do. Uh, like put the seat up. Uh, so, you know, I just think that you've, we, we have to, um, we have to say it frequently. We have to communicate those things regularly, but we have to just be very clear like and together especially you know if it's with mom and dad or or whoever the guardians are of of having the same message being on board with the same plan you know mm-hmm. this is this is when you are to use it this is when you are not to use it this is how much you can use it and and by the way by the way parents be ready to have your kids hate you for a little bit right and you may need to pull that away from them like you may need to say take their device and say no i'm using this like you can't use this like you need to respect right. me like, like it, it's, it happens and we we've taken mike as a way before because yep. of usually it's from outside circumstances so usually it's more as a punishment for right. something else not like something that happened on the phone yeah and 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 leveraging screen time is it like you know what that's the silver lining in all of this is uh hey if, yeah. you, if you want the time uh don't you know don't, don't do, do the crime, the crime. don't <laughs> right. do the crime well and for us too so i think that you have a couple different camps you you as parents in the when you have younger kids you need to do more of the limiting where you can say like okay i'm limiting this to you know an hour a day or or whatever that looks like or after you get your homework done you can you know you can do it limit that put some limits on that like you said joel make sure that they see you doing the same thing so you're not just like do 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 i'm going to be using my phone you know when i should be paying attention to my family i think that that and that that that's super important but i think so as parents of young kids, that's where our responsibility lies is having those set time out, if you will, where yep. you're saying this is this this is a schedule that we use for our, our devices. You can have devices. You can look at them, but it's only right. X, Y, Z or right. you know, during this time. 
Um, I say, I say, and I think it's super important and it's a little bit different with a, a cell phone, but I think it's super important. Anything that you can get on the internet shouldn't be in their rooms. Yeah. Like if it, whether it's a, yep. a laptop or a cell phone or whatever, it, yep. it shouldn't be in their rooms. Yep. And th- that's hard with a cell phone because I mean, they're going to have it in their pocket. They're going to walk in there. Yep. So, so I, we've not really had to navigate that yet so far because we've had, he's had his, he, he can't get on the internet with it. I mean, he can watch, he can listen to music, he can do things like that, but he right. can't get on the internet. Yeah. I was just talking with another dad the other day who I consider to be a pretty, uh, pretty involved father. And, uh, yeah, his teenage son knows, uh, the phone charging station is down here in the living room and, uh, it, you, you come home with that. It sets there. If you want to be on your phone, you're sitting in this room with the rest of us. And, yeah. uh, but it's not, it's not going upstairs. No, I think that that kind of, there, there are some ways that you can do it. I think that there, and this, you know, we can even talk about this now. So one of the things we have a section here that we're going to talk about things that you can do as parents. And one of them is, is locking down the phone. And I think that that one of the things that you can do is you can get a specific specific browser that is, I want to say adult free. Like it, it basically is kind of, it's filters out. It all, filters out. Yeah. yeah. So it's called like, I think the canine browser, I'll look it up and put it in our show notes, yeah. but um, I think it's about blue coat, um, but there's other ones uh, along the same lines. Mm-hmm. And that will allow you to 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 set restrictions and things like that. So yep. they can get on the internet, but things that are going to be adult content where they shouldn't be seeing them, right? It's going to limit them. It's going to let you know things like that. So I think that that's super important. And that you know is where I think one thing, if you had that set, you could have them you know, allow them to go into their right. room or whatever with it. And Andy, this just makes me think about too. I mean, as far as we're talking about you know concerns with adult content, um, you know, the uh, having like accountability software on on your computer in general and this i think this can start with young men i think this can start with teenage teenage boys i want good golly i wish that i would have jumped on that a lot sooner you know before i got into before i got into college um and i just think there are the the resources out there i mean just as you just mentioned here the resources are out there it's just incumbent we've got to do some digging we've got to like as parents be like, this is my job. I'm going to educate myself just like I would educate myself on anything, any other part of their health. Like Mm -hmm. if you, if you, if your child had a particular, like for instance, us, we've got a kid with a peanut allergy. Well, we learn as much as we can about peanut allergy stuff. You know, we try to be savvy about that stuff or any other health concern. Consider this a health concern. This is like a technology health thing. Um, take the time to understand and to uh, to be conscious about about settings and how they work and what what your what your kids are and are not able to do. Right, and I think you need to test those things out and and do it. I don't. I think that as parents, you need to say when you give them the device, this is yours to use, but it's it's yours to use. Right, like you can use it, but at any time I can grab it and I can look through it. Right, so don't hide things. And I know yeah. that the, I know that there's software out there and there's stuff to hide things. I mean, I'm in IT. I I know that there's stuff out there and right. ways to circumvent this stuff. Right, but at the same time, we need to be able to look at their phone anytime we want. Look through the pictures. Make sure that they're not taking pictures of things that they shouldn't be taking. Right, make you know if they have social media, maybe look at their social media accounts to make sure that they're not posting things that they shouldn't post. Things like that. I think that that is part of our our responsibility as parents. Now, again, as this get, as they get older, like that may be less and less, and depending on how you how the kid is. I mean, but again, we you know we talked about that. The stats are saying like kids would change their behavior if their parents were around, That's and right. so like be that responsible parent and take right. the phone and say, hey, I'm gonna look and see you know what's going on in your phone, and I've, I've done that sometimes. I've taken my kids and I've looked at it and, and things like that. I, you just you have to do that, and I think so. You need to lock down the phone a little bit. And again, this is kind of age age dependent. I mean, right. you can go ahead and and allow yeah. more as they get older. You know, we're even talking about right now allowing Micah to have an email address if he needs it, because um, he's going to start needing it for doing more and more things. And so we're going to allow him to have that that email address and things like that. I think we need to. Again, I'm going back to the don't use your phone. Don't use the phone as a pacifier. Don't use your phone as a pacifier. Right. You, Say no, set your limits, stick to them. Yep. If if they're being bad, parent them. Yes, right. <laughs> I mean, do something about it. Be a parent. Yeah. Don't 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 allow the 
Apple to be your you know, parent for your kids. Like you need to stick with those things. You right. need to say, this is, this is what it is. This is what we're doing. Like, no, you're not going to use your phone, even though it may be easier and I don't have to, you know, whine like, no, stick to those things. Right. Do it. And I mean, there's a good, a lot of good research out there, even in terms of late night use. I know a lot of kids like <clears throat> through adolescent years are, um, you know, there, I hear from, even from my own students, you know, they're, they're binging Netflix until 2 a.m., you know, and then going, and then it's like, they're tired. And it's like, yeah, amazing. And, <clears throat> but I just think of, uh, yeah, I think of uh, the fact that they're, they're, they're spending late nights on that. They're limiting the amount of proper sleep that they're getting. But there's also good research to say, like, staring at a screen, like neurologically, before you go to bed, is like the worst possible thing that you could do. Right. And first thing in the morning too. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. like, it, it's like your, your brain does not go to good places and does not function well with, with that in front of it as its first stimuli. Um, and the other thing I would say is, uh, in, this comes from a conversation I had with an educator, gosh, last week, uh, he, the uh, part of a school system that has the one-to-one. So they're, they have, uh, they'll have mobile well they have uh what do they have chromebooks yeah it, they all have laptops anyway they come home uh parents send in send in angry emails like could you you know my kid is not going to bed he's on that th- he's on that laptop until 2 3 a.m like could you not send them these laptops home and the response is parent your child right like it's there seems to be some and i get it but there seems to be like a high resistance amongst many to step in and take the thing away and say, Nope, you have it from this time to this time. And that's it. (laughs) And I get it because I've taken stuff away from my kids and it's like, it's, it's full on meltdown. It's like, it's like, there's like in which to me, it's like, man, that strong of a reaction actually indicates to me that we're like dealing with like addiction level dependence. Right. So yeah, it's just like, boundaries boundaries make for a happy life you know just in general and in a healthier family right and 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 so to go on that too again use screen time if you've got an apple device i'm i don't know if there's similar things for android yeah or not because again i don't know android but um typical (laughs) (laughs) hey what can i say uh i'm a fanboy uh so but you you use those things the nice thing about the apple thing is if you're on a family uh apple id plan i can from my phone change the things or you know i can lock them down now right. i can request yep. if you request more screen time for you know something like you know for instance he's been at grandma and grandpa's house and wanted to you know do xyz on the app and i can say yeah that's fine go ahead you know even though it's after your set allowed time gotcha to yep. use it so that, that's nice about that the other thing that i would say is use open dns in your house and then this is going to be a I like, I like where we're going with this handy. Super techie, but super quick. So DNS is this. So when you type in www.google.com, it has to know what the address is for that. So in the the IP, so it's kind of like your house address, you know, your house has a number. So when you type in www.google.com, there's DNS servers, which is stands for domain name system. Uh, So it, it goes out and looks up and says, okay, the IP address, you know, for the google.com is, you know, 4.4.4.4 4.4.4 or whatever. Right. Um, and so open DNS allows you to use their servers and you can set you can set you. So you do that like in, you can do it on the computer itself or the device itself, mm-hmm. but you can set it in your router too. Yep. And so then when anything that's on your Wi-Fi, when it uses, you know, when you look up any web address, it uses their servers and you can set parental limits with that. So you can say like, I don't want, you know, adult sites to show up or I don't want social media or, you know, right. uh, weapons or whatever you want. Yep. And when, when you try to look that up, it'll return a, a, sp- a page saying, Nope, you're not allowed. So th- that's nice because it allows any device in your house. So let's say you've, your friend has Jimmy over and Jimmy's doing that, something. He that Jimmy do. kid. I right. knew he looks suspicious, <laughs> right? Well, when Jimmy's over, you know, he's going to be, he might be trying to do something. If he's on your Wi-Fi, he's not going to be able to get to, you know, right. the site that he's trying to get to. So right. again, if he's got his own, 
his own uh you know cell phone plan that's not going to work but it works really great for other things and just a general like overall protection for everybody in your house so it's nice it helps out you and i as as men who 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 may or may not have right you know it helps us out too so uh, i think that's one good thing and then i would say again and we touched on this briefly is use the safe browsers on the phone so look there's plenty of them out there uh, K9 is one of them. I don't, uh, again, I think it's by blue coat, uh, systems and, uh, but there's plenty of them out there that will allow you to kind of do web filtering with the browsers. And then, so what you would do is let's say you had an iPhone, you would have this installed and then you would go into the parental filters and say, don't show Safari, like don't, right. don't allow Safari and don't allow other apps to be installed. So then the kids can't install their own web browser, but they have to be using this this K9 filter. So gotcha. the, the, those are just some steps that I would come up with. Joel, do you have any any quick ideas, any tips to help you know, kind of control these things? Just I, I think, again, I'm uh, in, in friends. I just want you to hear this like as honestly as I can possibly say it is this particular issue has gotten away from me. You know, we're, we're trying there's so many things that we're trying to do well in the lives of our children, uh, trying to trying to guide them, give them guidance, trying to keep them safe, trying to keep them healthy, um, help them succeed academically. All of those things, you know, that we have an eye on. This is a thing that has gotten away uh, because it it's another thing that feels like we've got to we have to put forth some real effort, and sometimes. As parents, I know all of us are in this boat. We just feel like we don't have the energy. We feel like we're we're like on E, and it's one more fight that I have to have. Um, here's what I want to say: This fight is worth it. It's it, absolutely worth it. It is, and I think you know overall, it's going to be one of those things that you're going to be glad that you did. You may be the parent that's look down on right now you may be the kids your kids may not like you for doing this but you're saving them in the long run you're saving not only them from looking at things that they're not supposed to look at but you're also saving them from just getting addicted to this stuff and you know i see adults like us all the time are like i'm you know going to be exiting facebook for a month right i need, I need this detox if you will yeah let's stop that now right. from the like let's show that i, I Again, it goes back to being an example. You and I, Joel, have to be an example to our kids. Yeah. You and I have to show them that th- this is not okay. Yeah. And I just, uh, I want my kids to be able to have something called a conversation. Like, <laughs> right. Right. To be able to sit across from other people and to be able to converse and go and go deep places with people and to interact. And um, I just, uh, I, I think that we can help them. We can empower them to be able to do that and to be adults, um, by just, uh, being wise and how, uh, and how we guide them through, uh, through technology and with devices and all of it. So guys, we just want to be an encouragement to you. Stay strong in this fight. It is worth the time. It is worth the effort. Do the research. Uh, we've got some, we'll have, uh, Andy will have some great show notes and resources, uh, here at the dudes and dads.com to, to check out dudes and dads podcast, dudes and dads podcast. We should, it would have been nice dudes and dads, dudes and dads podcast, uh, com. Uh, definitely check out the show notes for this episode, but, uh, yeah, valuable conversation, my friend, yeah. valuable. And we would love to hear your thoughts on this, your experiences too. So shoot us an email dudes and dads podcast at gmail.com and again open up your voice memo app on your phone leave us a voice message and just send it via email to to dudes and dads podcast.com or dudes and dads podcast at gmail.com wonderful guys as always we love you we're so grateful for you thanks for joining us again grace and peace